Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? A kind thank you to our Jay Webb. Hello, everyone. It is good to have you today. Any student of the Bible would affirm that Jesus Christ is the Master Teacher. In his excellent book, Jesus Christ, the Master Teacher, Wayne Jackson observed, Influential teachers punctuate the annals of human history, but generally they fade into relative obscurity. There is one who never has. Well, that one, of course, dear friends, is Christ Jesus. His teaching was unlike any other of course, after his preaching in what we title the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5-7, through we read in Matthew 7-28 that the people were astonished at his doctrine. Not only the doctrine or the teaching which he brought forth, but his approach and his style stands forth clearly. For example, mention the word parables and who comes to mind? Well, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Master Teacher who came to die but he lived to teach. On 35 or so different occasions, Jesus used the tool of the parable to teach lessons the people needed to hear. The use of Jesus' parables grant us an opportunity to learn. This word parable means to throw alongside of or a parallel. The most common definition, an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. These are wonderful and perfect choices of illustration by our Lord to help the masses understand His teaching. And in a moment, we will examine one of Jesus' parables from Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. But first, please listen to our J. Webb concerning another teaching of Christ we'd like to share with you. J. Dear friends, another blessed study is the Beatitudes of our Lord that we read in Matthew 5. We have a very special study, a booklet titled Beatitudes, we'd like to send to you. The IGH offers this absolutely free. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Beatitudes. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say Beatitudes. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information. Name, address, and type Beatitudes. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the study of God's Word. And now, here is Jeff. And now, let us consider Matthew, the 25th chapter, and the first 13 verses. Jesus writes, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise, and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming, go out to meet him. 
Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. As in all of his parables, Jesus used something the people were familiar with. And, of course, in that day and age, the people were familiar with marriage. And the preparation of a marriage was really something in biblical times. For example, the bride would go to the home of the groom And sometimes the bride's relatives would take her there, or sometimes the groom would go and get her and bring her to the house. The custom said the groom must arrive precisely at midnight, but he could be delayed depending on negotiations with the bride's parents, or in other words, the gifts that would be given to the parents. Then going to the house of the groom was a grand procession, and only those with a torch or lamp burning bright could join up. Young virgins traditionally served in the wedding. In the ancient East, ten would join the party. And seeing when the groom would arrive, I mean, he could not wait, he had to go. Thus, Jesus used this parable, this exceptional illustration, to instruct being ready and prepared. I mean, think about it. All ten virgins had the same intentions. They all took their lamps, they all went forth, they all slumbered and slept, they all awakened when the time had come, they all trimmed their lamps. But notice, there was a difference in preparation. Five took vessels of oil, in other words, they took extra for later, but five did not. Five knew to prepare, and they did prepare. Five knew to prepare, and they did not. Five had to tell them what to do, and five had to be told what to do. We know one thing for certain, dear friends. You cannot depend on a foolish virgin. Why? May we consider the following. From verses 1 through 3 of Matthew 25, a foolish virgin fails to set priorities with proper direction. I mean, considering the background, these foolish virgins knew better. After all, lamps were the dominant use of light. It was their electricity in that time. Yet they failed to plan on something they knew they needed. They did not take any extra oil. Dear friends, we need to make certain that our priorities are set with direction. After all, Jesus taught in Matthew 6.33, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. What things? What we read of earlier from Matthew 6, verses 22 and following, and what we read that God actually provides. But sometimes we try to provide for ourselves to the point that we forget God and think only of self. One's treasures should be above. That should be the priority. In Matthew 6, 19 through 21, Jesus reminds us that no man can serve two masters. 
he will either hold the one and despise the other or hate one and love the other. But he says you cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve God and the things of this world. Even Paul told the Christians in Colossians 3, beginning with verse 1, that they were to keep their focus on things above and not on things on the earth. Dear friends, a foolish virgin fails to set priorities with direction. Therefore, we can learn from a foolish virgin to make sure that our priorities are set spiritually in the way God would have us to go. Second, a foolish virgin practices tardiness and procrastination. We learn this from verses 10 through 12. It has been said procrastination is the thief of time. Dear friends, it is amazing how sometimes we are tardy for just about everything, or as the common statement is made, that person would be late for their own funeral. Dear friends, it's the matter of making the most of our time. In Ephesians five fifteen and 16, the scripture says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. The word circumspectly is a word that means carefully. It's as Paul is saying, look carefully then how you walk. Don't walk as individuals who are unwise, but who are wise. Make the best use of your time. That's the meaning of redeeming the time. To take our time and make the very best use of it because the days are evil. With that, dear friends, we return to our first point. With priorities being right, then our schedules will be right and we'll use our time wisely. Let's also learn from verses 6 through 9 that a foolish virgin wants to depend on others when she should depend on herself. You see, with the oil, there was not enough for the foolish and wise virgins. That tells me that my obedience is enough for me. I cannot be saved for you, and you cannot be saved for me. Felix in Acts 24, verse 25, and Agrippa in Acts 26 and verse 28 declined when the offer was before them. But in Acts 2 and verse 37, the hearers of that sermon accepted, and they accepted the words of Peter in Acts 2.38. They did repent, and they were baptized. Acts 2, verse 41. Let us pause and be reminded of 2 Corinthians 5.10, that we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. With my salvation... I cannot depend on others, nor can you. And no matter what others may do, I have to make a decision between myself and my Lord. Dear friends, do you know what you need to do to be prepared? Please consider this offer of study by our J. Webb. Dear friends, the International Gospel Hour not only offers a free Bible study course by mail, but our friends at World Bible School offer an online study if you prefer. It is absolutely free. All you do is go to worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. That is a free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Please sign up today. And now, back to Jeff. So, dear friends, a foolish virgin will miss the greatest invitation of all, as we note from verse 5. We see a lack of personal attention. There are no priorities, no concept of time, and depending on others. 
That same individual today will miss the greatest invitation of all to obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. Dear friends, may your studies bring you to this biblical conclusion. To believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, to repent of your sins, to confess Christ, and to be baptized into Christ for the remission of your sins, and to add you to His church. These are lessons we can learn from a foolish virgin, and how thankful we are for this wonderful parable of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's continue our studies together, shall we, dear friends? Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Arching. Until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh.